Hey everyone, I'm Scott Cunningham, aka Scottsy Business, and today we're here with Julian Chandra from Lab from Mars, or more widely known as Library. Um, well, well, we'll get into that, but uh, <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show today. No, my pleasure. It's it's um, it's good to finally make the time, get the time rather to come on your show. Yeah, absolutely. So, just before we dive into all that, uh, can you give everyone a little bit of a background about yourself? Um, about myself, uh, entrepreneur, to, um, uh, was in my own business um, to do with food. Then I w found myself in China. I was on a circuit just talking to um, startups about international business and that kind of thing. Found myself working for TikTok, um, played a role in taking the product across to Australia and New Zealand. Uh, good company really interesting product um towards uh the end of the year start of this year you know there's a situation where you know we're gonna open up a office in australia i wanted to stay in china um unfortunately the virus um you know came and hit mm -hmm. the whole world um mm -hmm. at that time i found myself back home in new zealand and you know i needed to find um a new job i always had an interest in you know, um, other video platforms in the market. Um, library, at the time, Library TV, you know, it was something that did appeal to me. I actually had written to um, Jeremy, I think in 2019 as well. Like I, I had an interest okay. in, in, in the company and what it was doing and that kind of thing. But, um, you know, never heard back from him. <laughs> and then uh, I wrote to Jeremy again um, at the start of 2020, didn't hear back for many months. And then randomly, I get a LinkedIn message. He's like, yeah, sure, let's meet. So, uh, I, I mean, pro tip, if you ever want to get a uh, hold of Jeremy, don't try LinkedIn. Um, so we began talking and um, I had some perspectives. Um, he was favorable toward them. The rest of the company was too. And then, um, you know, I came on as a VP of growth. Um, the title's kind of arbitrary. We don't really know, you know, I'm kind of across the map in terms of, you know, what I do. Um, but essentially, one of the key focuses was to put together a brand and a product that we could, you know, uh, take to the mainstream. So about me personally, I just, look, I, I have a banking background, moved into entrepreneurship, and now, you know, the better part of, a couple of years have just been in the whole entertainment um, video platform space. Um, I think this is where my passion lies, and um, yeah, that's that's me um, to summarize it as quickly as possible. Yeah, no, that's awesome, and uh, yeah, since you you know joined up with Library, they've definitely come a very very long way. Twenty uh, twenty has been a crazy year, but definitely um, an amazing year of growth for library. Um, so speaking of which, before, like if there's anyone who's watching who isn't super familiar with library, uh, do you want to just give a quick uh, breakdown of what that is? Um, so okay, this might get confusing, and I do apologize in advance. So library is a company. It has a product um, called library which is its blockchain protocol. It also has a cryptocurrency, also called library. So naming convention the same across everything. Um, so library 
is a company with a blockchain protocol and an app, which is also a video site. Um, the video site is kind of superseded by Odyssey, but um, you know, high level, that is what library is. Yeah, yeah, and um, from from my perspective to everyone watching, it's it's kind of like the decentralized crypto focused version of YouTube where, you know, you can earn for your views and, you know, you, you don't have to worry too much about censorship and, you know, a lot of the things that are kind of um, bringing down a lot of these legacy platforms today, I would say. So with that being said, do you want to speak a little bit about uh, Lab from Mars? Because, you know, that's completely uh, new to me and um, I don't really know what it's about. So so I'd love to uh, to get the scoop on that. It's purely um, an administrative thing. Um, the library, the naming conventions, it's, it's too convoluted. It, it's confusing. So what we've done is mm. we've got Lab yeah. from Mars. That's the parent company. The products of Lab from Mars are Odyssey and Library. Um, and, you know, down the line, Library is a company. Odyssey may be a company. I guess a, a good analogy would be like Alphabet and their mm -hmm. um, companies, right? So that's essentially the whole advantage of having Lab from Mars as a parent company name. It's, it's just more to ease with the administration and, and, and that kind of thing from an operational yep. perspective. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, so I have some, uh, some questions like recently there's been a huge sell off with Bitcoin and some people are saying it's because of, you know, potential regulatory concerns coming in. So my question is, you know, what is library's stance on this? Do you have any concerns about it affecting library in any way or, you know, any of these products, Odyssey and, um, well, yeah, we'll start with that. You know what, um, Scott, I'm probably not the best person to ask about this. I know very little about crypto. Um, I, could, I could name, I could give you the names of so many others in the company that would be best fit to, you know, <laughs> um, give you a perspective on this. Um, yeah, I, I think let's just leave it there. I, I wouldn't know where to begin, how to tackle that subject. True. Um, do you have any insight on how KYC may be part of library? Is that something that you guys are thinking about, like you might have to do, or do you, do you have any insight on that? Um, we have a little bit of KYC as it extends to verification of accounts. Um, mm. I don't know how that would extend to, you know, the regulations around earnings and crypto and that kind of thing. Um, you know, from a new and, and I couldn't even project what it would look like for the company because you know it's a U.S. company as well, and I'm here in New mm -hmm. Zealand. But I imagine um, you know there's going to be have to you know, going to look at a legal framework with the the experts, um, you know, the lawyer legal team that we we work with and that sort of thing to to mm -hmm. flesh something out. Yeah, just because I know there's a lot of concern now in this space if you know, a lot of these crypto social platforms start to, you know, require you to verify with an ID and, you know, all these extra steps. I think that was like one of the big 
concerns people had when EOS Voice launched was that they were going to have some sort of verification, and then they kind of pulled back a little bit, and they're like, okay, we're not going to you know ask for your ID, but they'll still have people like verify um, with like a three D like AI verification. Um, so yeah, that's just I know that's definitely on the top of people's minds. Okay, well, um, with censorship ramping up. Do you expect that uh, more and more people are going to be transitioning to library? And like, what do the numbers look like right now? How is library growing uh, in terms of like daily active users? Um, the first part of your question is is the on the censorship piece. Um, yes, a lot of creators within that vertical um, where they've got certain p political ideologies or um you know ideas that are contrary to the mainstream narrative mm -hmm. um you know they're finding themselves becoming deplatformed and you know they're coming over through odyssey or you know maybe they find library tv and they, and they join with us so yes we do get a lot of these creators coming on board um a great number of creators also across different verticals are not really impacted by censorship or anything like that. Um, it is just, it is to be clear, a certain category of creator um, that values these sorts of things. Um, mm -hmm. But to your question, yes, we are getting a lot of creators that feel they've been, you know, censored arbitrarily for whatever reason coming on board. And that's totally fine. Um, it's, it's very interesting. Um, they come, they bring their audiences and that kind of thing. Uh, it's fantastic. Um, it's, it's really interesting what's happening in the industry as a whole, right? Um, mm -hmm. this whole discussion of censorship. If you look at these platforms, right? Um, a lot of the, uh, smaller players in the market, they're all using the same language right now. Um, they're calling themselves alt tech. I think I think we can thank um, Sticks for that <laughs> for that the you know that sloganeering or or, or, yeah. or whatever. Um, you know they're they're all heralding themselves as free speech platforms and this kind of stuff. Uh, Odyssey doesn't do any of that. Um, mm -hmm. Library as an ethos as a protocol. Yeah, it certainly stands for those principles, and and Odyssey imbibes those principles. But um, none of the marketing around Odyssey is you know, around alt tech or, you know, freedom of speech or censorship. We, we think it's just a given, right? Like you're not going to go and censor mm -hmm. people's political ideologies um, or, or beliefs and that kind of thing. Uh, but yeah. in terms of, you know, community guidelines, what we'll actually find is a lot of these platforms, the community guidelines aren't too different from YouTube yeah. and all of these things. Yeah. So, yeah. so like, you look at it this way, you say your freedom of speech, but then you're also against um, excessive bullying and incite, uh, inciting, you know, hatred and violence towards groups yeah. across all your yeah. platforms, right? So for us, we think it's um, better just to, you know, be smart about this. We, you know, the ethos is everybody, like political ideology shouldn't be censored if it's against the narrative, but you know, you don't want to say your freedom of speech because what platform truly is freedom of speech? Um, so there's that whole angle. 
And I know people would be, you know, hearing me say this and they'll be like, no, what are you talking about? Freedom of speech all the way, right? But um, show me one platform in the world that's truly freedom of speech that's on the claim, yeah. right? Um, yeah, because you could get into it and you could say like, well, you know, is like pornography freedom of speech? You know, there's so many caveats to that. Right. And, and, to, and to your point, I think it's very interesting that a lot of these platforms that are pushing you know, that narrative or that messaging a lot in their marketing don't like when I, I I do a lot of platform reviews and I find that a lot of these platforms are much less decentralized than they, you know, right. Sound or, or that they, they put out and Yeah. And, 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 you know, like they don't, they might say, you know, blockchain social platform, but then they only have like, you know, a cryptocurrency that just touches the blockchain. And then the whole platform is just like a regular, social media platform that is completely centralized and yeah there's a there's a lot of marketing around these things and, and i find it very interesting because uh you guys aren't like you said you guys aren't pushing so hard on that but you're 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 doing a better job than most of these companies at actually being censorship resistant to some degree um at least you know specifically with the app versus um like the website and you guys are doing a lot better job at doing a lot of these things and you're not trying to like you know hammer it so hard to get those people and i, I do think that's very very interesting um what like where do you think things are going to be going like do you think a lot of these other platforms are gonna lose some of those like people who when they kind of come when that sort of comes to light and then maybe they'll be looking for more legitimate solutions like like library um like wh what are your thoughts on that yeah, yeah look it's it's a good question um scott and it's one that's really difficult to answer if we look at the trend of these platforms they're really trying to only appeal to one vertical right news and politics and so that's great there's nothing wrong with that we already have all of their creators on the platform anyway but when you're coming out and you're trying to appeal to that that just one vertical right and you're signaling to the market that this is what you are you're going to define your platform as that and when your platform is defined as one thing uh, certainly from my perspective i think that's more of a limitation than a positive right so what we want to do in terms of odyssey and the library protocol it's generalist it it does not care what content it's got as long as it's not illegal right and it does not want to favor one content vertical over another so i can see now why legacy media is attacking such platforms and calling them you know they're just repositories of one type of content or, you know, to use more derogatory language, they're calling them echo chambers and so forth and that kind of thing. People want echo chambers, essentially, you know, but they want their platform to be generalist. Um, so I think the play for a lot of these other platforms is very, very different to ours. We also don't call ourselves alt tech. Um, people call us alt tech. Um, you know, I have been asking around you know, what's alt tech? Jeremy can't give me an answer. Tom can't give me an answer. Grin can't give me an answer. Nobody knows what alt tech is. It's like, what the hell is this? <laughs> this is like alt, alt and, 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 and also the other language is alternative to YouTube, right? We're not mm. an alternative to YouTube. I mean, sure, you can be an alternative if you don't want to use alternative, like YouTube, you can use us, but in terms of content and 
all of these other things. We're not an alternative. We're just a we're just a smaller growing platform, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of common sense that we're trying to mix in into our branding and messaging and 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 that sort of the thing. And I think that's really going to help us um, because we want to play the long term game. So we don't want to just capitalize on trying to court one um, segment of the market. So right now, mm. the big you know the big narrative is oh this is a platform for the conservatives so this is a platform for you know one side of the political dichotomy we don't want to do that because that's stupid we want everybody um and that's quite an ambitious goal and we can understand why other platforms might you know fold and just say ah oh, forget it let's just let's just appeal to this one crowd we'll get enough traffic and that'll be sufficient um in itself coming back to another part of your question like um are we seeing growth? Yeah, for sure. Um, Odyssey soft launched, and in that time, like I think, I think it's been, you know, quietly live for six weeks or something like that. You know, we, we crossed like reaching eight million users. Um, official wow. launch next week. So the rate of growth is really impressive. But what um, impresses me a lot about that growth is the retention. So it's not just people coming to the site checking it out for a day, maybe singing the channel and then not coming back at all. They actually do come back. They come back to see their earnings. They claim their tips. They do all this sort of thing. Some of them make Odyssey exclusives. They definitely tell their friends because um, a lot of the um, creator acquisition is happening through word of mouth. Um, A lot of MCNs partner with us and that sort of thing too. And they bring their portfolios across and that's totally fine. But, um, you know, we're seeing a lot of organic growth is what I'm trying to say. And I think that's really fantastic. Um, so I think everybody at the company is happy to play this long-term game here with Odyssey rather than just capitalize on, you know, the fresh flavor in the market, um, you mm-hmm. know, with being a platform that appeals to just a political or thing, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I hope yeah, that no, and I, answers. Oh yeah, no, it does. And I, I just wanted to say like, to your point about saying uh, like an alternative to YouTube, I guess I'm guilty of that because that's how no, I, no, I, I said it earlier. <laughs> but but what I will say is that, you know, going forward, we should be kind of looking at it more like YouTube is the alternative to library. Uh, that's that's the way that I, sure. I think people should start to look at it, because I mean, like I'm doing a lot better on library than I than I ever have on YouTube. Yeah. Um, and on YouTube, I had to make videos for a like about three years to even start monetizing um you know let alone just like library has just been a much better platform overall but yeah like there's there's so many more benefits that i've found using library than a lot of these legacy platforms and even just something so simple like being able to earn um you know a small amount of of cryptocurrency like early on is very encouraging even if it's minuscule the fact that you know that your content has some sort of value i think is just a very encouraging thing for a lot of people um to see that there actually is inherent value to the things that you put out and if you put out something that has value you will get some value back and and i think that's just a very very powerful thing for people to see especially when you know, it seems more and more challenging for people to actually um, get a following and, you know, become a content creator on, on like YouTube and other legacy platforms. And, you know, to that point with censorship, I was banned off of Vimeo and Daily Motion. 
um, there? Not nothing really. I just did a. I was just doing an interview with um, Bradley Cam from Unstoppable Domains, and uh, they just they they banned me. Um, I don't know why. Okay. They didn't tell me why, but yeah, I was banned off of those platforms about a year ago. Um, which was kind of surprising since YouTube had no problem with it, but uh, I was banned off of those two platforms. But my point kind of being, I, I think the reason that people say like alt tech is because we say like legacy social platforms. So then there's got to be like another a, term from sticks. <laughs> yeah, right. Because because like um, because I wouldn't just say oh you know social media platforms because people would be like oh like what like like Twitter like legacy platforms or like the new ones that are. You know, they they're more decentralized, more focused on privacy, you know, crypto has some crypto focus to some degree. Yeah. And um, I've done a lot of reviews of all these platforms and there's hundreds and hundreds of platforms and only a few would ever actually get my recommendation. And library is like right at the top there. So. So, yeah, you guys are absolutely doing amazing work. Thank um, you. Can, can I can I build up like hearing you? just give me a quick rundown of you know your story as a creator it, it's really really encouraging because um what we're really trying to do is focus on the independent creator like yourself and you know we've been name dropping sticks a bit like sticks and and everybody sophie and joe whoever else is on the platform um you know th the idea that um you can go onto YouTube, start a channel, and suddenly blow up overnight. It's it's becoming harder and harder for a lot of smaller creators, right? Because mm -hmm. everybody knows, like for the last five six years, YouTube has been veering away from trying to be YouTube from from being YouTube, sorry, and they want to be something more corporatist. They're more interested in the celebrity, you know, corporate type of content creator, and that's totally fine. Um, but we, the reason I, myself, and many others at the company, like, fell in love with YouTube in the first place was because we could find people like yourself and Sticks and all of these indie commenters and creators and animators and that kind of thing um, on the platform. You can't so much now anymore. It's still there if you know what you're looking for. Um, but a big part of what we're trying to do with Odyssey is appeal to that indie creator um, and be a successor to YouTube in the sense where it's like we're focused on actually, you know, that guy from his basement making videos or that girl in her lounge talking about the latest books that she read, something like that. Um, we're not really interested in Trevor Noah or Stephen Colbert. Um, if they joined Odyssey, great, that's cool. But the focus of um, what, at least the content direction where we're going with this platform we think um, it's more interesting to put people like you at the forefront. So that's essentially our approach here. And on your point about monetization, um, that's really encouraging to hear that, you know, hey, you know, you, you're getting a little bit of crypto. It might not be much right now, but it, it, it's something. I remember seeing a video um, from some years ago with, um, I'm sure you're familiar with um, Linus Tech um, Tips. Mm -hmm. yep. um, so Linus was talking to some girl and he was, telling um, her, you know, he used to work for some company and he was making videos for, for YouTube and he was only making like a couple of cents um, per video. And then suddenly after a year, it doubled and he was trying to tell his boss like, hey, look, we made a dollar. And his boss was like, hey, great. Now you can go buy like a hamburger or something like that. 
Um, but the point Linus was trying to make is that there is that growth in earnings mm-hmm. and stuff as that platform expands. So similarly with Odyssey and you know the library network, as it develops and grows, people will be walking away with a lot more money. Um, certain channels uh, who have come to Odyssey and just done a whole week of exclusives, they've walked away with thousands of dollars just simply by mon- uh, mobilizing their audiences from YouTube to come and watch them over on Odyssey for a week because, mm-hmm. you know, YouTube is kind of turning off the tap on what they make, um, right? So it's, you know, who cares to them? It's just about getting them their traffic across. So once they've mm-hmm. done that, um, now they've gotten the whole proof of concept, you know, um, taken care of. They know that they can earn with Odyssey, so that's what they're going to try and do now more regularly, I should say. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, and yeah, like it's wild what we've been seeing with like legacy platforms over the last little while. And I just think that this movement of people looking for different solutions or, you know, even if they're not getting censored, even if they don't need to make more money, you know, there's always some sort of like benefit that they can get. Like maybe you might in the future and this is like a great place to just at least have your content uh, backed up and sourced on. And uh, I remember you guys, um, they were going to delete a bunch of like videos or files that were archived in, I believe it was Harvard or or one of the major colleges in the U S and then library took all of those and, uh, and, and started on library. So like things like that, where like content that might've not otherwise been seen or saved or, you know, cataloged, you guys are, allowing for a place for that to exist um and 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 people don't have to be really feel concerned about whether or not it's still going to be there or not because like i said like i've been banned off of off of various video platforms like and i have no idea why because my content is so milk toast but um yeah so so it's very very interesting um what challenges would you say library is facing right now um library the the protocol library you mean um, or? yeah i guess either like uh like like what what challenges are you guys facing like what are some obstacles that you're kind of like trying to overcome right now and work on uh right now and i i imagine this is the same for a lot of other platforms in the united states but you know we uh being i mean we receive, I guess you could say, veiled um, uh, threats. I guess oh, I don't want to use that language. It's a very strong language. I guess you, I guess you could say we we're dealing with challenges where um, the regulatory bodies want us to conform to silicon standards of um, moderation and. Uh, you know, policing of content and just operating in, in general, um, mm-hmm. right? Like, um, so, so that's a big challenge and we don't really have the, the answer or the solution. We're happy just to keep, you know, doing what we're doing because that's what we believe in and, you know, we're just going to move forward with that. Um, so that's a challenge. And if you don't play ball, they, they come up with a... You know, they, they talk to their buddies in the journalism space 
and then you have all these various hit pieces written about you or your platforms being skewed um, in, a, in a way that you, you, you don't want it to be skewed in. Um, fortunately, that's not so much the case um, for us, right? I mean, there's a little bit, but it's not so much that we can't handle it just yet. Um, mm -hmm. So that's one thing. Um, right now, though, and, and this is probably a big thing, um, the rate of growth is really, really good for us. Our bandwidth is a little bit limited. Now, um, you're probably well aware of this, Scott. We've got a tremendous um, community that help us all out a lot with everything, um, and that's fantastic. Um, but we're finding that we are in a position where um, the scale is quite incredible. We need to increase our bandwidth in um, a significant way to keep doing what we're doing, um, and that mm -hmm. extends from everything, you know, to, to to bandwidth, to you know, labor, to all of these other things. Um, yeah, so I guess that's a, that's, that's a pretty positive thing. Our, our 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 partners certainly think that's a positive. Um, yeah, uh, other challenges if I can think of. Yeah, look, beyond that, no, not really. Um, yeah. I know you guys um, back in, I think it was like February. I think it was, yeah, I think it was February when the, like the company bank account got uh, frozen or, or closed or something along those lines. Uh, can you speak to that at all or no? I, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't at the company in February, but um, ah, okay. I'm sure it got resolved because um, everybody's being paid. Uh, I'm certainly yeah. being paid. <laughs> um, we can still pay all our um, partners and, and, and that kind of thing. So that that's, um, seems to be fine. Yeah, for, like recently there was a little issue, right, with, with um, I think it was the, the library desktop app. Um, um, maybe it was the mobile app that was uh, removed temporarily from the Google Play Store and that kind of mm. thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, that was resolved as well. It's it's all these little stupid things that um, you know they do. The the problem is there's a lot of automation behind how they moderate and review and do all of these things. Um, and and you guys are creators too, so you guys can attest to this problem. Um, as soon as you can talk to a human, though, if you're fortunate enough to, to talk to a human, they can kind of see what's going on and, and resolve that. But that was, that was something annoying to deal with, um, for sure. Um, yeah. Right now, I can, also, I can also speak to this a little bit. Um, as more creators are coming on to Odyssey, many um, are bringing some of that YouTube drama with them. And fortunately, it's just a small number. And that type of drama is, you know, um, why do you moderate a certain, why do you allow a certain creator to be on this platform and this kind of thing? So you, you do get a little bit of that. Um, we, I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure the whole community would be happy to know we don't we don't entertain that kind of thing for a second it's like hey we're a platform it's for everybody um mm -hmm. if you if you don't like another channel on a platform that's on you um you can block that channel um 
but uh, just just to illustrate this is a little bit it's 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 a minor challenge because you have to spend like half an hour 45 minutes talking to a creator um who has you know a particular set of beliefs and ideals why you do things a little bit differently so i think that's um an interesting point to illustrate because you know certainly you are a creator that values um freedom of expression and an open marketplace and that kind of thing where people can be on a platform you don't have to agree with them there are lots of creators that do not like this ideology um mm -hmm. they don't agree with it they want they 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 do not like the fact that we might have somebody with political beliefs that they disagree with um so you know it's we're it's 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 a melting pot right um ultimately you know we're a platform and you know everybody is here and everybody is welcome but these are some of the um you know if you're getting lost in the weeds these are some of the little minor challenges that you deal with on a creator manager level right um, it's certainly more easier um, um, handling challenges from a platform perspective, from a business operational perspective, um, than it is to, you know, do a lot of the creator, you know, um, management because there's a lot of weeds you got to go through. Every not one create creators are all different. I guess is what I'm trying to say, and you know they've got a lot of unique problems and challenges and this kind of thing um, as well. And they don't necessarily agree with your ethos. So here's that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it's interesting that they would come on to library, you know, for all the great things it offers, but then also want to change it. They, they find... also don't know what library is, Scott, right? Like, yeah, that's they fair. come through Odyssey or they see or they saw library TV. Um, they don't really necessarily know or care about the blockchain elements or the decentralization and that kind of thing. What they see here is a platform which um, is going to work like YouTube in many respects and they can get monetized. So a lot of creators, they see their channels and rightly so as businesses. They're putting it on a platform. How much viewership are they going to get? How much money are they going to make? They, they look at things purely from that perspective. They don't really have the, they don't necessarily agree or understand or know about the, the philosophy that we have. So, um, yeah, it is, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I could see somewhat from that perspective where it's like, you know, anyone can comment anything on your videos and, and things like that. Um, but at the end of the day, I I've always said that it's much better to just have everything out in the open than to have someone trying to arbitrarily decide what to show. Yeah. Um, but you guys, you know, have filters for various things that people can also use. And like you said, obviously people can block channels and, uh, it should be up to the individual to do it rather than them telling, you know, the platform how to do everything because you guys are a platform, not a publisher. And I think that's very important. Kind of what you were touching on before is that YouTube seems to be going the way of like, they're trying to be the next, the next, the next Netflix um, rather than what YouTube originally was, was just like everyone can kind of come on and share their opinions and, and, and just have this public discussion. And it was like a public forum, whereas now it's more like a very highly curated sort of Netflix esque uh, is where it seems like it's going. Um, and I, and I think that'll probably continue. So we'll, we'll see yeah. how that plays out. It, it doesn't know what it wants to be. Like it's, it's trying to compete with Twitch. Mm. It's trying to compete with, um netflix it's trying to compete with 
um, uh, t uh, TikTok now. Um, yeah, it's, it's a whole lot of crazy directions. If, if you want to see a good video, and, and I don't, this guy is not in Odyssey. If anyone knows him, please tell him to join Odyssey. We'd love to have him. His name's Emp Lemon. He did a great video, I think it was back in 2015, on um, the decline of YouTube. Um, uh, yeah, unfortunately, you'll have to go to YouTube to check out his channel, but he's got some good content, and um, somebody knows him. Tell him to join Odyssey. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's talk about Odyssey. For people who are you know, a little more familiar with library, li library TV, mm -hmm. what was kind of the motivations of Odyssey and you know, like, wh what's it all about? What is, what is library or rather, I guess, Lab for Mars uh, trying to achieve with Odyssey? Uh, essentially, the, the challenges we had with library TV were predominantly related to scale. Um, people would go to the site, um, creators and users, and they would find the experience too convoluted or too confusing to, to navigate. Um, certainly this wasn't the case for a lot of the, um, tech minded creators and that kind of thing. Um, but we had, you know, generic, uh, not generic, um, generalist creators, um, we would pitch them library TV. They couldn't figure it out. And that was a problem, right? We, we didn't want to scare people away. Plus, um, they didn't understand, they, they couldn't see content creators like them on the platform. It appeared to be a platform um, in some people's estimations as a platform specifically for engineers, in other people's estimation, a platform specifically for crypto enthusiasts and that kind of thing. So we weren't really showcasing our diversity of creators well enough as well. Plus, uh, there was a whole branding issue, right? Like you would say library, but then you were spelled out, the site was spelled L-B-R-Y. So people mm. would get confused in that regard. And, and hey, look, you know, as a business, like we'll be upfront about the mistakes that we make along the way, right? Like we're very experimental. We can call something out as a mistake or a failure and just correct our path. Um, library TV, it served its purpose. It's still going, it's fine, um, but we couldn't achieve what we wanted to as a company under that brand with that particular platform. So we created Odyssey with the primary goal to appeal to um, the mainstream, essentially, everybody. Um, you know, th that word mainstream, I don't mean like um, the mainstream type of audience that watches CNN or something like that. I mean, the mainstream people like you and, um, you know, others that just want a platform that has got fun content um, that that is not too different from what they had 12 years culture experience of using. So like take, for example, YouTube, people have 10, 15 years culture experience using that. They don't want something too drastically different. So you have to, as much as possible, give them a one-to-one, -one, um, you know, experience of that and, um, you know, do better in certain areas on that. But essentially, you know, your video, 
player has to remind them of that, the commenting, all of that. They need that basic functionality, which they're used to and accustomed to and like, right? So Library TV used to have the nav bar on the right. Um, it, it, I'm not sure if you can recall, like the old Library TV was really clunky. You'd go to a video page, you would scroll below the video, and then you would see all these recommended videos. Then you would scroll down, and then you would see um, all of this information about the technical details of the file that was uploaded. And then right at the bottom, you would see comments. So it was really, really weird. And people um, just weren't used to that. And it wasn't a better iteration on something that YouTube had been doing. So our line of thinking here is give people what they're accustomed to and like and iterate only in those areas where you think you can do better, um, if that makes sense. So for example, like and dislikes, that's really boring. We can iterate on this whole voting system by making it more interesting, introducing fire and slime, for example. Um, video replies, that's something YouTube used to have, but they don't anymore. We can iterate and bring that back. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, we'll, we'll scrap it. Um, so that's what we're trying to do here. Appeal to everybody, um, give them basic functionality, high quality video streaming. And I know we're doing 1080, but variable bit rates is, is not something we have just yet, but it is right around the corner. Um, so yeah. Um, that, that being said, people, people who are creating, who are watching, do library a favor and uh, and compress your videos before you upload them. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I had to I, I I didn't do that at the beginning, but then you know I figured it out, and that's definitely going to make everything easier for everyone. Nico will love you for saying that. <laughs> he's our um, he's one of our, our engineering guys. Um, yeah, that that that's basically where we're coming from. We want to appeal to look. I was I was I was telling um you know. Jeremy and I were on a on a call with um, you know um, one of the most successful um, uh, certainly um, I, I don't want to give away his his, his platform but uh, he's he's created um, one of the most widely used um, news platforms in the world and he's a really young guy twenty five years old and um, we're telling him you know a lot of what we're trying to do for Odyssey is to prepare because game we're trying to prepare for this new generation of user like the gen z or younger coming on board so we're experimenting a lot you expect a lot of changes from odyssey over the next couple of years as we tinker with trying to fix things to improve things around search around um, playback and all of these various issues um, but we're, we're we're trying to build something for um, a future generation of user um, satisfying the existing user base is, is, is actually pretty easy because we, we are in that millennial age group. We, we know what we want to watch um, and that kind of thing. It's just more about providing that content diversity for them. Um, so that's what we're going to do. Um, but yeah, so why to, to, to answer your question, why Odyssey came about is simply to, to make a mainstream play, not in the sense where we want to be a mainstream outlet, but rather mm -hmm. appeal to everybody. So if you want to watch, you know, um, rabbit hole like content, come to Odyssey. If you want to watch 
um, crazy grandpa in his camper van, you know, talking about um, werewolves in the forest that he lives in, come to Odyssey. But also come to Odyssey if you want to watch, you know, mukbang or you want to watch beauty videos or you want to watch all that kind of stuff. Later down the line, we envisage that children content will be available on Odyssey. A lot of these things we wouldn't be able to achieve if we were still running with the library TV um, framework. So we needed to adjust our branding and that kind of thing to, you know, make, make it look like our platform um, is welcoming to these types of creators. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think one caveat that's important to sort of um, point out is that, you know, you guys have to kind of redo all of the things that social like legacy social platforms have already achieved like um because i because i know like we still don't have notifications on like the app uh, but we have notifications on odyssey but what a lot of people don't really like realize is rebuilding things on blockchain is very very different than you know just taking stuff that already exists and just implementing it uh if you guys were just building a you know, a regular social media platform, you could obviously take from all these things that have been made before, whereas you guys have to kind of like reinvent the wheel. And that's obviously going to take a lot longer and a lot more effort to actually do that. But I think a lot of people don't realize that. So it, it makes sense why you have all these different interfaces to be able to, you know, experience the more traditional um, experience on like Odyssey. And then, you know, you're still like working on, out all those things for, for, you know, like if people want to actually use like the fully decentralized app. Um, yeah. And that's a yeah. good point. So, Lib library, you know, with that technology that we have, you know, there can be hundreds of odysseys, technically speaking, or theoretically speaking, or both, right? Um, Odyssey is our attempt, is, is our, like as a company, as Lab from us, Odyssey is our. Um, I guess you could say commercial initiative to provide the market with a video platform, right? Like if you don't like Odyssey, you can use our technology, like because it's all open source, and create something totally different. Or if you want, you know, pure decentral, uh, like a pure decentralized experience, the library desktop app um, exists. You might even be able to, you know in future skin that to look like odyssey if you if you like that type of branding and you know some of the social elements that are you know part and parcel of odyssey so there's a lot of um you know things that we we can do here um i i'll also mention as well like you know it was it was an excellent point you know we have to kind of start from scratch to compete with all of these other platforms that are already established and already have mm -hmm. giant repositories of content across all verticals and this kind of thing. Um, and that is a challenge. So with Odyssey right now, our appeal is niche. It is on the counterculture. It is on that sort of thing. You know, um, the, the indie creator, right? So a lot of these other platforms, um, and I'm not going to name the names, they're fine platforms. They're doing great jobs. They're excellent. But they're trying to um, essentially acquire uh, legacy media names, right? Like they, they, they use all the marketing language like we're against big tech and we're old tech and all that sort of thing, but actually technically they are big tech, right? They're, they're, if you go to their platforms, it's essentially celebrity talking heads on one side of the political dichotomy, right? They're 
TV news personalities, and that's all you'll find. Um, that's not alt tech. That is big tech. It's just, mm. <laughs> um, you know, funded by, rather than Silicon Valley, it's funded by, you know, um, another polarity, right? I'm trying my best not to to name names, right? Because that's not yeah, really no, fair. That's fair. And, and, and all these, and to be clear, all of these platforms are doing fantastic jobs. But I, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to illustrate the differences between what we're doing and what they may be doing and that kind of thing, right? Like, I, I have tremendous respect for, you know, all of these guys. They're all doing fantastic jobs. But, um, so yeah, so we, we, we have to build um, a lot of things from scratch with Odyssey and that kind of thing. Um, search is a big issue, right? We're trying to improve that all the time and we're looking at ways that we can we can fix that so we we came out with categories um and the category names are totally arbitrary right like what is enlightenment we're calling it visual acid you know just go there you know it's kind of a cop-out for saying go there to watch anything right because it's like it's an acid experience or you could um you know what truly is the rabbit hole because the rabbit hole is not limited to just you know um, videos about UFOs and that kind of thing. It's it's all kinds of videos. So um, it's these little things that we're doing to just try and br showcase who's here on the library network um, in a w in the best way possible that we can do so when we know that our search isn't that strong or you know we don't have enough content yet to build out. Um, a section entirely devoted to anime or mukbang or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, comparing library to some of the other platforms, one of the most important tests that I do for any crypto related platform is I just take some of the cryptocurrency that they have or, you know, whatever can go on the platform. I deposit it and then I see if I can withdraw it. <laughs> And uh, you, and most times you you're not allowed, or there's some weird restrictions, or there's all these different things. Um, so I think that that is like the easy litmus test that I kind of do, mm -hmm. and uh, and 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 I really appreciate that library makes it very uh, like it's just very open. There's there's not there aren't all these obstacles and and restrictions and like limits. And if you are going to withdraw, you can only do this much, or you know certain times of day all this ridiculous stuff that you'll see on these other platforms. So like, I think it, for me, it's always been the biggest thing that you have actual full access to your funds, whether it's earned or deposited. Um, and I think a lot of other platforms really don't do the greatest job of that. I mean, there are, there are several that do a good job as well, and I fully recommend them. Um, but I really applaud library on just, you know, doing that right because for me that's always been the biggest thing uh for any platform to really do that's great to hear and, and i just um and everybody who's listening we will improve on that as well um we're not we but like there are a lot of challenges and and things that we would like to um see done differently with that um to make it easier for you guys um i don't want to put the cart before the horse and announce what some of those ideas might be but um, I'm glad that you like it now. Um, I, I'm pretty confident you're going to like it more uh, soon as well, if that's what you're saying. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so 
what can we expect? Is there anything that you can share um, that we should expect? Like, are you guys planning on having like an ad program anytime soon? Uh, like, what what are some of the things that are in the works? Um, we have an ad partner. Pre-roll ads um, will be, well, they were meant to be a thing this week. Um, some technical okay. difficulties. Um and, and this is and this is a trim we we're really as a company we're so happy about this because you know when people when whenever people whenever so so these companies right these advertising companies they're pitched by platforms every day every yeah. hour right and essentially they write all these platforms off as just being in their language platforms for um crazy people or platforms that are just too niche or fringe um the fact that they liked us and agreed to work with us it basically sent us over the moon because um it it was like an affirmation to us that we were doing the right things making the right business decisions um um, developing the, I mean, using the right technological stack, technological stack, sorry, to get things um, in order. And um, sorry, that's a little bit of a tangent right there. But yes, video, pre-roll video ads, um, I guess, I don't know what people are on holiday right now, uh, maybe next week or the week after, uh, but you can expect to see some um, pre-roll ads on Odyssey. Awesome. Uh, not on library, um, on Odyssey ex uh, exclusively. Um, overlay ads would be coming soon too. Um, I don't know how the monetization works on that. I believe it is a bit of a trial as well, so there is no money involved in that. Um, it's more or less to, to test and, and see what kind of ads uh, are going to be shown. Um, from my understanding, um, later down the line though, um, once it is all monetized, uh, that's just another data, right? In terms of um, uh, revenue or something like that. Um, yeah. TechCrunch, we uh, Jeremy interviewed with TechCrunch. I think the day before yesterday, so okay. they are running a story about Odyssey next week. Um, next week also is the t we are officially live next week with Odyssey. Um, that means we would be uh, with telling people about ourselves and that kind of thing, mm -hmm. telling our existing users um, about Odyssey as well. Um, so that is in the immediate. Um, we are also looking at um, growing the business, um, you know, in terms of labor capacity. That is something I guess you could early 21 early um you know uh that's something to be looking forward to because it means more engineers more um people looking after creators and that kind of thing which is going to be fantastic um terms of categories on odyssey um still experimenting with it we still don't have the right with um idea just yet we're not 100 percent happy um you know, creators new on, that are recently onboarding, we want to look at how um, when they do onboard, 
something happens in the system where they don't necessarily get visibility straight away. We want to look at all of these things. Um, but I guess the stuff that really matters is, um, you know, you'll, you'll start to see more coverage of Odyssey in, um, um, in various tech journalist um, outlets, uh, which will be fantastic. Awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of a lot of industry, uh, sorry, um, support has been given to us from um, you know companies and people in the industry, um, which we're really thankful for. And we, and I'm looking forward to being able to tell you more about who these people are. But right now, we're we're kind of not saying too much because uh, as a company, we're more about like let's get the solution fixed and then let's tell you when it's here. We don't really, I mean, I know we've done this in the past sometimes with live streaming and that kind of thing, um, but essentially our, our modus operandi is let's have a feature, work on it, and once it's ready, we'll just drop it like, like out of nowhere. Like, hey, look, here's this new feature you can take advantage. And I think Odyssey was very similar to that too. Like who knew that was coming? It was just like one day, yeah. hey, here's Odyssey. Um, we 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 like this approach because it's like um, when you're a startup, like you could say, oh yeah, we've got an app coming out, um, and people will ask you when, and you know, if you say if you keep saying two weeks, then people keep hearing two weeks, and then you know you kind of give them this understanding that you you you're not reliable as a as a as a company and as a platform. So uh, I actually think that's that's very very important, and I'm not going to name the uh, platform but lately there's been a lot of that kind of uh those that drama and and problems like that so yeah i mean you guys just dropping awesome features just out of the blue it definitely works and um and no one has any expectations to you know be met or or you know blow past them either way it's a great feature so you know um people are happy uh, I'm, I'm curious do you guys have any like talks or plans to be listed on more exchanges um yeah. going forward yeah so those are the some of the uh, I, I guess i kind of alluded to when you were talking about how easy it is working with um crypto and stuff uh, that's going to be a big play for us in 2021 um just making the whole process easier um yeah you know with exchanges and you know that kind of thing cashing out and that and that kind of stuff claiming tips it's a big focus um can't give you an exact date or names of what these exchanges would be but we will be making a play for those um well-known exchanges right like um that's what our users need that's what you guys need so that's our focus we'll get it done um i just can't give you a date on that um yeah yeah what do you think of wild west i'll ask you about that wild west as in so uh it came out last week i think it's a category on odyssey oh, okay um, so essentially how it works is there's no filters no creation nothing like that it's a pure market response um what makes it to the top of the page is the lbc amount so you know whatever is staked on that video um that's essentially you you have to basically in a nutshell use your token to boost your video to the top and it's a great way to just see whatever is random on the platform that you otherwise might not find on the platform through 
um, normal discovery options that we've got. So that's mm. a new category. Yeah, no, I, I really like that as an option because something that library has that not really any other platforms that I know of has is in terms of like uh, like a like an advertising or like a boosting model for creators you guys allow it so that we don't actually have to like spend anything but we can still get visibility and i think that is a very very extraordinary idea that like no one else has really explored and i think it's it's very very interesting i mean obviously there's the caveat of like then eventually, you know, someone who has the most can uh, get the most, like has the most LBC yeah. can obviously get the most visibility. But, right. you know, if that's just one category, I, I still think that's really interesting to have that option and, and, and be able to, you know, play around and test out, you know, boosting your, your content in that sense, rather than, you know, I go on, well, I won't, I won't name any other names, but I go on another platform and I spend their token and then, you know, I don't really get any results or something. And now I'm thinking like, ah, like I just, I spent all this, all this crypto to do this and I didn't really get the results I wanted. Whereas on library, you can test out, try different things, uh, try supporting and then, you know, try something different and you can see how everything works. And I think that's just a much better model for creators to kind of test things out and, um, and yeah, and I and I really appreciate that boosting model. No problem. I mean, if Wild West um, works out well, uh, um, you know, this could be brought into other categories as well. Everything is an experiment on Odyssey with all these categories and that kind of thing. Um, but the Wild West one in particular, I, I wanted to ask you about because um, you know that's that's purely driven by people's credit. And 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 yeah, there's that issue where you said if somebody's you know, holding a lot of it, um, that may be a problem. I guess we'll cross that bridge when we get there. So far, it seems um, reasonable. I noticed there's a bit of Newsmax content on that. I don't know who's boosting Newsmax's videos. Uh, but, I mean, it's hey, it's happening. Um, but uh, there's also some other um, interesting content on there for sure. Um, I'd like to see some kind of iteration in this, in this general search results as well, right? Like, you know, if you go into YouTube and you do, they interplay, well, they interject ads in between search results or sponsored content, but why does it have to be um, from a company specifically all the time? Like if we were to do something like further on to build on your point, you know, it's a way that creators can advertise their content or that kind of thing. So if we allow creators some kind of preferential treatment here where they can get their, you know, if they've got a short film coming, like a documentary coming out, a trailer for that, or something like that, or just even one of their videos, they want to get themselves visibility on a on a topic or their channel general visibility, mm -hmm. they can use their LBC to get that. Because um, you know, these are, these are all little things that we can explore. Because um, you know, YouTube benefits from having Google's robust, fantastic search. Um, we don't, right? And we're trying to get there eventually. But, um, you know, in the meantime, what are things that we can do to help creators um, feel like they have equal footing with every other channel on the platform insofar as promoting their channel and content and that kind of thing? So, yeah, so, some, of, some of the ways, uh, some of the things that we're, we're looking at for sure. Yeah, and I, and I do think that is very important. Um, speaking to that, like today, 
when so many cryptocurrencies were going like way into the red, uh, LBC was interestingly climbing up and up. And, um, you know, some people that I was chatting with, they're like, well, maybe you should just like, you know, sell a bunch and take profits. And I'm thinking like, ah, but I, but I use it as a utility <laughs> token. It's actually very important to me. I don't just want to sell it and get rid of it. Um, so I didn't. And, mm. and I, and I just thought that was really interesting because from a profit perspective with everything else going down, it would have made a lot of sense for me to do that. But, um, but, but I, I keep thinking it's like, well, it's such an important utility and, and I, it's so crucial to like how I do everything with libraries. So I was like, no, you know, I'm going to keep that and I'm not going to sell. Right. Um, and I, and I don't really get that with any other platform where I'm like, oh, the price went up. Let me not take profits. Um, I right. don't really, yeah, like I don't really have that with other platforms. So I, I definitely yeah. think that was really interesting. Yeah, the plan, the big plan is more gamification with the token and um, more integration into the whole library. Like, you know, it, it's it's an integral piece for the whole library economy. But mm -hmm. what's more ways that we can introduce its, its, its use on Odyssey and other you know, library apps. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy that you, you said that. Um, you know, one, one goal for next year is to, to um, figure some of these things out around uh, that gamification and further integration of it. Because um, we want people to, to see the value and the utility in it like yourself does. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's pretty much everything that I have. Um, one last question where do you see library and odyssey and all these projects um, in an ideal world like where do you see them going in the next you know few years like what is the really like the long-term vision uh 12 to 18 months uh the goal is to um odyssey, for odyssey to be seen as the most uh, viable successor for those looking for um something like youtube um so 12 to 18 months we want that um idea based in like established in the market and um a lot of the things that we're planning for um on a daily basis are to achieve that goal um we would like um you know i i guess that's a little bit of a um um purview into into what our objective is as a platform in terms of content um we're constantly acquiring new creators daily um across all verticals and that kind of thing um you can anticipate the company to grow in size in a in a in a um certainly um an impressive manner relative to you know compared to 2018 um, which is going to help us be more, um, provide a more professional service, right? So, um, you know, you're somebody coming that's new coming to Odyssey. You'll, you'll expect to see more content, a faster site, more options on, on, on video. Expect to hear more about Odyssey um, through word of mouth, through, through you know, um, media, that sort of thing expect to see more creators plugging their odyssey channel and link over and above their youtube link uh, that will be a, a very big one as well um, expect to see a lot of channels that
do not make uh, a cent on YouTube. Just go all in on Odyssey. Um, uh, these are some of the things you can anticipate. It is difficult to say as well because, um, you know, right now from a from um, you know company's perspective, um, we're negotiating a lot of things around um, what our next, uh, you know. Um, um, uh, growth stage is going to look like and a lot of these discussions factor in um, our capital raise and all of this sort of stuff so um, I guess a lot of what I'm saying is tentative um, I don't even know how to say the word but the, the, the primary the primary thing to take away is that um, within 12 to 18 months expect to see a lot more buy-in on Odyssey as a brand um, um, a lot more discussion about it there will be a lot more problems that come out you know uh, people will be criticizing the platform a lot more because as you mm -hmm. grow in size there's going to be um, a lot of that sort of thing uh, expect to see a lot of um, attacks simply because we don't toe the line of um, you know what S Silicon Valley deems as you know the correct way to be um, a social media platform, right? So that's going to be a big one. That's going to be a fun one. Um, yeah, expect the the token price to uh, rise. Maybe I shouldn't say that, <laughs> 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 but uh, uh, I think it's inevitable um, for sure. Um, yeah, these are some of the things. I, I, I'm I'm at a position right now, Scott, where I'm waffling because there's a whole lot of things up in the air, but. Um, and uh, some more concrete than others, but um, mm -hmm. I, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, man. Big, big things are being worked on by us, and we're full steam ahead, man. We're ready to go. We're not just relying on reactive growth or um, that kind of thing. Reactive and organic growth. We're not just relying on that. We are taking um, initiative to get ourselves out there and, and grow and scale and help creators get on board and, and, and this kind of thing. Um, yeah, that, that's our position. We, we don't want to just rely on, oh, this, this creator was kicked off, so now he's come onto our platform, and that's our whole model for acquisition and, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. No, we, we're, we're taking this very seriously. We want people that haven't heard of us to know about us as a viable platform where they can discover cool creators find awesome interesting content and also be a creator and um yeah some of those things uh, are what we'll be working on as, as well as monetization further improving upon all these things that we do currently offer as well but yeah that's it awesome awesome all right well everyone make sure to go and check out odyssey check out library let them know what you think about it and um yeah, maybe maybe we need to stop calling it alt tech and, uh, and think of something a <laughs> little more. Uh... <laughs> nitpicking. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it, it's it's not just alt tech, right? It, it's it's a lot more than that. So maybe we need to uh, coin a better term for it for sure. But we, um, we yeah, like everyone should. 3. Do you know that one? Oh, okay. Yeah. Like so, we're we're um we we tell everybody we're what is when they ask what's Odyssey? Well, Odyssey is a video platform built on three technology, and and it's true. Yeah. Um, you know, the alt tech it kind of it gives people an insinuation of something alt. I don't I, like alternative what something futuristic, but then you look at these sites and they don't run like they 
2020 websites. So, and the same can be said of Odyssey too. There's a long way to go. Um, but uh, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's an interesting one, man. Yeah, yeah. But regardless, um, definitely, there's a lot to uh, there's a lot being offered with these platforms that you guys have. So, I absolutely recommend it, and uh, and recommend that everyone definitely go and check it out. Um, and if you're a creator, even just like syncing your YouTube is going to uh, be super helpful to you guys and uh, and to them. So, yeah, I, I fully recommend it. And again, thank you so much for doing this. Um, we went on for quite some time, so I appreciate your time. That's, that's fine. I'm glad that we could finally have this call. But, um, yeah, thanks, Scott. It's um, good to meet you, and um, I'm sure we'll, we'll talk again soon, later down the line. Absolutely. All, All right. right. Thank you so much. Cheers, man. Bye.